Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, welcome to the CC Card Gaming Podcast. Uh, we're finally back after a long overdue sort of stint on the sidelines. Um, yeah, we just decided to take a break. It was off season and um, there wasn't any events going on and you know we didn't have too much to talk about. But um, yeah, we're back. It's a good time to be back with uh, band lists and tournaments and all sorts of things coming up. Um, Glenn can't be with us today, so but we to replace him, we've got our new member, Peter. Uh, welcome to the team, Peter. Uh, we picked him up about oh, about a few weeks ago, a month ago, and uh, you might recognize his name from the uh, Margin Vegeta deck profile on our channel. Very, hey he's uh, he's a, a very, very good at rogue strategies, really good player of aggro decks. Um, yeah, so welcome. How's it going? Uh, all right, thanks. Um, I'm also a bit, under, <clears throat> a bit under the weather at the moment, but uh... Yeah, look, thanks for having me on the team, guys. Um, and yeah, I do love my root strategies. Like everyone else is playing it, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> yeah, Peter got COVID during the week, so um, but you can't catch it through the screen, so it's all right. He's still here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how, how's uh, how's everyone else going? You look comfy, Benny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> I mean, my what are you doing? It's really it's really comfortable, and you know, like. Yeah, not much has been happening, but weather's been cold, you know, in Australia here, so yeah. To UW Cup, yeah, yeah. Yeah, UW Cup, that's um that's gonna be very interesting. A lot of guys probably got a lot to think about now with the um with the ban list. So speaking of ban lists, let's you know, let's just get it out of the way. You know, get like, right uh, into it. There's been, you know, a lot of hot takes about it. Um I thought we'll probably keep the negativity out because, you know, everyone's everyone's complaining. Let's like Let's talk about the positives of the, of the list, you know. Like, what do you guys think? Like, any fun decks you want to see that are going to benefit from the list and that sort of thing? Well, I think the big thing I personally think is actually, like, the best ban list they've ever made in the game. Um, the reason I think that because... Um, of course, they're going to do what they normally do, where it's like, all right, what are the two best decks? Gogeta, Zeno, King Piccolo, arguably the two best decks in the format, also two of the most oppressive decks in the format as well, which is what they usually go for. The more, even if it is the strongest deck, if it's not that oppressive, they might not do too much to it, unless it's like actually out of hand or whatever, right? But they usually change their oppressive decks. But the big thing for me is actually the overall changes, right? Because if you look at every single deck that has ever topped, um, is either is either playing Secret Identity, Fighting Against Fate, or both between the main and sideboard. And the decks that aren't playing those are simply decks such as, for example, U7, which can't overrun, right? Those are the only decks that aren't playing those kinds of cards. And it just, like, it really shakes up the meta. Like, because the thing is, like, aggro decks lose a big hit from having Fighting Against Fate, because you'll just, like, do everything you can, right? And your opponent will be just trying to defend and then be like, all right, I did it, I survived everything. Then for free, you're slamming a 25k dual attacker, and sometimes that's just enough to close out the game. And then in other examples, there's so many, like, tokens have become very relevant now because of the token negates. They just get answered by Secret Identity, right? You token negate, normally the benefits of those cards is that you get to negate two attacks, and Secret ID just says, yeah, cool, I, um, clear the, all your tokens plus um you know whatever other stuff you have that less six or less so pretty uh pretty good uh, two just generically really overpowered cards honestly for free anyway and uh, the fact that they're gone now is like actually huge because a lot of decks lo lose that like extra like extra push power as well as that extra utility so i'm very curious to see what the overrun slot will be for a lot of decks i don't think black really cares because they already have so many good overrun cards anyway like they still have the six drop goku but um, I think for that specific, I'm curious to see like what how the overall looks at everyone's deck. It's like that actually changes like so much of the format if you like just have a look at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Benny, what do you? Um, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, honestly, yeah, uh, losing <coughs> limited to one now. It's pretty sad, you know. You can't you can't play all four of them anymore. So <laughs> I gotta say my prayers for all those fans out there. They love Gogeta Zeno, you know. R.I.P. You know. Uh, we've still got two more weeks before it goes, so, you know, play with it while you can. And honestly, for overall of choice, I was thinking uh, most decks will most likely go back to Mirror, Create, Absorb. Like, you know, all, like old the old best overall card. Yeah, legit. It's probably the best overall card, you know, for one, you swing for infinite. And, you know, if you're playing yellow back with a, like a Champa and a Bad Ring Laser, I mean, cooler, Bad Ring Laser. Yeah, yeah. Pretty strong. And I think the next best generic overrealm is probably the overrealm 6 uh, ss4 fame greeting because it's free it's 30 body it makes your opponent pitch a card so 
Who will be the most yeah. played overarm choices? That's my What do you? I think you're correct. Yeah, you? The yeah. other one I'd like to throw in there is Mirror Assault from the Skies. So yeah, this one's yeah, the, one's the one drop, 30k, draws your card, restands the energy at end of turn. I think that's also a pretty good place to go there, especially since it's... Yeah, exactly, and it's sort of a free overwhelm in the same way that those two were. Yes, you have to pay the energy up front, but you are getting it back for uh, defensive purposes, which admittedly is less important on a win con, but you don't want to leave yourself completely defenseless if you can avoid it. Mm. I think another one yeah. as well. Oh, you go, Peter, you go. Oh, well, I was going to say, uh, I know a lot of people are talking about just jumping onto some uh, SS3 Sogoku man on a mission. Um, yeah. Yep. Just because he do is an overarm six with natural double strike crit. I don't 100% agree that that's the right choice, um, at least not as a finisher. It's actually much better earlier into the game because of critical. Your opponent's on two life, critical makes zero difference to the game. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a certain point where you say, even after we finish the game, you're still not getting those cards in hand, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, otherwise, uh, I kind of agree. I lean heavily towards Fame Greeting myself um, as the replacement choice, just because it by itself, at the very least, represents five cards out of your opponent's hand, assuming that you combo nothing behind it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, um, I think Assault from the Skies is also any other go-to, and Creator Absorbed in longer, in decks that are designed to go a bit longer. Uh, for early game, I've got that one engine quite a lot, though. Mm. That's how you go. Yeah, I think as well for the creator absorbed, I think only... I only really think Yellow will be using that um, overarm, just because of the fact that the only... The, the combo of that is you you overarm it, then you swing, then you come out and back it up with a caller. The, I think the actual slept-on thing about the mirror overarm is the fact it's the only overarm card in the game with deflect, so your opponent can't, like... Like can't hit it with um like whatever counterplay it is, but um another overarm I'm thinking that's actually going to be kind of good is uh, Bardock the Waking Instincts. It's an overarm four. You just draw yes, two and pitch one, and it's a drop. Yeah, yeah, it's a four a four cost overarm. You draw two and pitch one, so you actually get the cyclones at twenty k. Um, but yeah, I actually um do agree that I think that the Vegeta six drop seems that it's just generic and like you play warp, warp one out of your opponent and then you know 30k swings probably will be the best generic one because it can kind of yeah. yeah the one that Benny's holding up because it can kind of replicate the power of fighting against fate I guess in a way because fighting against fate will just yeah you, you have to like do something about it but at least this warps a card no matter what even if it gets tapped and then on top of that as well like as Peter said like yeah five cards out of hand unless you are uh, you know gonna hard negate so it's pretty good I also think that um, through the uh, A Drop 1, Dark Banisher gets subtly better here, just solely because people tried to run it at the start as a replacement for um, Shroud of the Mystery. Shroud of the Mystery obviously got banned last list. It wasn't good enough <coughs> when you had these really strong free overall win conditions. Now that your next best options are worse, I think people are going to give Dark Banisher another look in these sort of slower decks that would have run um, Shroud of the Mystery earlier. I don't know if this will be its time. It does have a lot of problems, especially being weak to um, counterplays, but... It's something to keep in mind as well, I think, as a sort of second-order effect. Yeah, I can get behind that, actually, yeah. Because I think I think you are, what you're saying is, right, like, everyone saw, oh, first round, it's gone, I just played Dark Banish and but it's literally, the power is completely different, right? It's, like, does yeah. not feel the same. But I, and yeah, but now if you're, like, if there's nothing worth overwhelming, right, in the early game, you will have a drop in your, like, your turn, your turn four, yeah. five, or six, whenever you want to play this card, right? And Dark Banisher later points in the game for four energy, yeah, a lot of decks can't answer it. So I think, yeah, I think you are, right, well, that's a good pick. But, um... Yeah, another thing I wanted to touch on for the ban list is um, Soul Striker has been hit with, which I think this is another insane change. The two reasons. Yeah. I think the I'm personally happy with it just because the two problems with Soul Striker is that if you're playing blue, there's not really much of a point to play other leaders because the Soul Striker leader was so generically good, right? You actually, you know, you awaken at high life total, you get like. You get to be defensive the entire game. The only real blue leader that you can make the argument for playing over it was um, SS4 ramp, but the only problem with SS4 ramp you have to play a mono blue deck. And the other thing about the other thing that changes a lot is that 
you are no longer required to play decks that say you have to play three cost blue unison. I think blue has actually a couple of really good unisons that are cheap, like two cost unisons, which I think might see a lot more play now. Seen mm. so you don't have to default Gogeta baby. Although I think Gogeta's still like cracked, but uh, unison's cracked. But yeah, I think it just opens the blue the blue pull up a lot just from that one simple change of text. See, I actually hard disagree with that. Interestingly enough. <laughs> Which is slight, slightly contentious, I know, but this is the thing. Like, if you look at what's been topping lately, especially with blue, we haven't seen the sort of Soul Striker hegemony that Bandai seems to have claimed. Like, we've seen Vegeta top, we've seen the quote unquote bad Soul Striker top, the one that uh, sucks the five sands underneath it. That leader's actually we've... slept on. <laughs> that leader's so we've... good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We've seen pretty good. Um, Baby top recently. We've seen. Uh, Janemba top here and there. Like, we've... Blue's probably had the biggest leader diversity of any of the colours so far. Each of them feel very distinct. It's not like you're just playing Bad Soul Striker. And the other thing was... Uh, so, a as we know, we had our um, regionals recently. Uh, I was playing uh, SS4 Vegeta. And the reason I was playing that was because I wanted to play a blue pile deck... And I felt that Vegeta was the strongest. I actually didn't think that Soul Striker was was good enough there. And I think it's just sort of more of a hit of like what it feels like rather than what it is. And I don't know if that's it's an interesting way to balance the game, I guess. There, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because I honestly think that it was just a weird, weird pull. Like it would have made sense like maybe two or three sets ago, but now it's just a bit strange. Yeah, it definitely has. I been. think it was a good hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you been, go um, the Soul Striker name hasn't been popping up in the top tables as much in the last few months. I would, like definitely agree, but you know maybe for for newer players, if it's like if it's just so blanket strong, you know they'll just pick that instead of maybe thinking, oh, I'm gonna try out this guy. You know, yeah. someone at locals might just say, oh, you're stupid. You should be playing Soul Striker. You know, like <laughs> you know, yeah. Like if it's yeah, any changes yeah. really. Look, we need to we need to freshen the game up. So yeah, but, yeah like. Who cares? Soul Striker's gone. has been had his time in the sun. Same with same with GX. Like you know, I'm sure Benny's grateful he can like change change up his playstyle a bit. And yeah, so um, so I suppose yellow yellow didn't get hit at all. So I want to quickly touch back on that Soul Striker point real quick because I'm a little annoyed. All right, all right, This is my all right. So literally in that event, Soul Striker came top first, second in Swiss, the blue red Soul Striker build, and fourth um, at the event overall. Um, Kevin, um, who did a deck profile on our channel, came second with Soul Striker. It's I was, I do agree with you that Soul Striker isn't winning events, but it's not just about that. Here's the thing. I'm yeah. going to a tournament today. I see you playing SS4. All right, you're playing mono blue. That's it. I know what to do against you. I'm versing Soul Striker. Well, shit. Are they mono blue? Are they blue red? Are they blue yellow? Are they blue green if they're crazy? You know, it's just like there's so many extra layers of benefit the Soul Striker leader gets. I get it. It's not... I will say it's more of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none kind of deck. It's the best way to describe it. But I think if you're a jack-of-all-trades that is that good... It's like, it's hard to argue, like, why to try to do something else, if that makes sense. Like, let's just say now, I want to do a blue-yellow strategy. Okay, do I do the set, like, 15 Carbolator, which is kind of horrible? Or do I use Soul Striker? I use Soul Striker. Blue-red, all right, do I play Cooler Mill, which is, like, okay? Or do I play Soul Striker, because it's blue and I can play Hatch? It's just, like, it just, there's no point playing certain decks, because there's, um, the Soul Striker leader exists, is, like, why I think I, I'm quite happy with the change. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely true. All right, I'm, I feel better now, just to fight myself. <laughs> that's okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so, I suppose we talked about, you know, what's gotten hit, like, what gets a boost, you know, like what's, what comes out the best out of, out of the list. What's the best? Benny, what do you, what do you want to get banned next? Please tell us. <laughs> what do I want to get banned next? Uh, honestly, right now, so <laughs> I'm actually thinking of playing uh, Sin Chedron for UW Cup. Oh, That's yeah. one of the decks I was thinking, but obviously I can still play GX. Now it's literally one last ride, right? So yeah. honestly, for those things, I mean, if, you, if you're versing me, you probably assume I'm playing GX, but other decks that I have are uh in the gauntlet that i'm playing is u7 u7 didn't get touched at all correct yeah so that is uh so it's still full power uh sin didn't get touched yellow did not get touched at all you want to play um 
Vegeta Trunks, that deck is still very, very strong. Sin is very strong. Nothing got touched. Uh, they'll probably be the next deck. So, you know, you probably, if I play them, you probably assume they're going to get touched yeah. in the next family. So. True, true. <laughs> and notably, Yellow's probably the biggest uh, beneficiary for the King Piccolo Unison getting hit. So, arguably, Agreed. Yellow yeah. didn't yeah. just not get hit. It actually got buffed in a roundabout manner. Yeah. I think yeah, um, if you're looking at, like, what pops up as, like, damn, this deck's actually, like, going to be really good now. You can definitely make the argument for Trunks Cheater. I personally, yeah. like, I've talked about it a lot with actually Benny specifically, that leader is very flawed in the sense, like, what it does is actually really good and the cards you play are really good, but it's flawed in the fact that it awakens you at six, and that's actually, like, one of the worst awakened totals you can have just because you can't... Being awakened at six doesn't do anything for you. You can't use your... You can't go down to five with the token negate. You can't use super combos unless you're using, like, dual color ones. But the fact that it's like, even regardless of those weaknesses, Gogeta Zeno was a really bad matchup for it because like you overrun the Gogeta that just clearly ignoring barrier. It is what it is. And again, as you were saying, the Piccolo Unison just hard claps yellow, you know? That, that card alone just shut out yellow a lot of the time. And now that yeah. those two very powerful things against it are no longer there, I think Trunks Cheetah will be um, going up a lot in popularity. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And also another thing uh, for the next set, me and John talked about this as well. It's getting another one-drop self-awakener, which is also yep. a Trunks thing. Yep. So you can evolve on top of that as well. Cool. So yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be a little bit of a buff for the deck as well. Mm. You can yeah. you can swing in a 10k buff, evolve, and when you evolve, it goes back to active mode. Then you can swing with the blocker, do 29k swing. Seems good, seems good. Or is it uh, more? Actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. Bit of so early you, game pressure. Mm. Are you guys in the camp of like... So, you know... The UW tournament tournaments next week, right? Um, so yeah. before pre pre ban list, are you guys are you guys in the camp are sort of like, oh, I better prepare for the new format and I'll play play a deck that's you know that's legal or like you know in a couple of weeks or are you gonna just say screw it, I'm gonna go full power full power GX or what do you, what do you guys? Think? <laughs> One last ride. Yeah. Full full oh, full power. Ooh. Yeah, like, I'm not too sure just... honestly. Yeah, I think especially with the UW format being such a weird, <laughs> limited environment, you know, we're probably not going to see any tournaments for that in two sets because we're starting the uh, Zenkai series. Yeah. So I think in this case, there's not much of a thing. If this was going to be like our, like, finals format, for example, then, then I'd say, like, okay, maybe I want to start getting my reps in now. But with a new set coming out and this being, like, a weird halfway format i think just yeah. play what you yeah. have play what's powerful sort of thing unless you want to pull a new deck together and you're just like well i don't want to spend a bunch of money on a deck that's about to go yeah. the way that go yeah. 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 Exactly that. we all have cards that we have gone through whatever level of effort to obtain clearly we want to use Correct. them while we can yeah exactly yeah i um i like probably yeah, yeah, Benny, Benny, with this hard work, you know, yeah, he worked hard. But yeah, I, look, I probably, I probably won't be playing in the UW format just because I, I don't like the lack of like card pool, I guess. And plus, uh, not to brag, I've already won everything that you can win from the event, so there's no point in me playing really. Yeah, not to brag, not to brag, not to brag, you know. But if I were to play, I'd probably play U7 because I think the only thing that deck lo loses in this format is after image. Um, and then, yeah. and then like, it's worst matchup, it doesn't exist, which is, uh, mono blue, so you're chilling, you yeah. know? <laughs> Outside of, uh, I guess, Bojack, but that deck's yeah. not spectacular. Yeah. So I think, I think U7's a good shout for the UW format, I think. Yeah, I think also, based on the PPG, oh, okay. I was gonna say, based on the PPG results, I think, like, the three best decks to play is GX, King Piccolo, and U7. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and Sin, and Sin. Yeah. Oh... Yeah. From their top cut result is four of each that topped, I think. Yeah, yeah I, thought... I think Sin's sort of like the, the A tier pick and those are the S. I thought yeah. Sin... I thought Sin's sure better. four Gogeta Zeno, four U7, and four King Piccolo. Could That's be wrong. Right. Hang on, I've got, I've got the PPG... Oh, uh, you got uh, it? Alright, good, I was on looking for it. On, yeah. on my other site. Alright, cool, cool, cool. cool. I think, yeah, me and Peter were talking about this one. If you're playing black, you lose this. Which uh, this is Super Command Mayor, so the Unison days. Warrior Cup thing, yeah. Top sixteen was uh five Gregita Zeno, Trust. four King Piccolo, <laughs> yep. four Universe Seven, yep. one Trunks Jeter, one uh Red Son Goten, one Videl, <laughs> and one Sin Shenron, with the top four being uh King Piccolo, two Gogetas, and another Piccolo in that order. 
I do know the Goten player. He's a solid guy, and I'm so proud that he did so well with that. Uh, that's, Eric, funny. Eric Hill. that's so funny. Yeah. I haven't actually seen this list. That's yeah, the list looks pretty meme-y. It looks, uh, it looks like just read good stuff, but yeah, that's funny. Does, it, I mean, it mostly is, but there are some cute little interactions that you can kind of only do with the that, heavy yeah. deck. Yeah. Like uh, using Bulma the Bunny Girl to play the Videl counterplay from your drop. Oh. And it doesn't count towards its limit one. Oh, dude. That just, that just, when you mentioned that card, I just got flashbacks. I, I think it was Nooks who was playing um Vegeta, like the Vegeta starter leader. And he was playing like the Earthling Storm package. He was coming, <laughs> he was going to like Bulma, like playing out a card. And I like, we played one game. We're like, what just happened? I died on turn two. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Nooks. That was so funny. Yeah, that was so I funny. Think the, I think he called the deck Victory Assured. <laughs> Victory Assured? <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. <laughs> that deck was so good. That was funny as. This yeah, is a wild ass list. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But I guess, yeah, I do agree that the top three decks definitely for the. If you can only use Unison Warrior cards, it's definitely King Piccolo, uh, Gogeta Zeno, you know, the two decks that just got him the ban list, obviously, you know. And then um, U7, because I think, like, again, U7 is pretty much like the full power deck minus one card. Oh, you can't run Heartfelt Play, but most lists don't run Heartfelt Play anymore. Yeah, that, that card's kind of medium. It's, uh, it's cool if it goes off, but yeah, so if, if it's, yeah. that's not the best, not the best. It's great. It's just good luck making it happen. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. One uh, out of sixteen. Uh, uh, one out of sixteen. I'm not saying it's difficult to make it. I'm just saying you just have to get those yeah. cards in your hand yeah. immediately. I, 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 it's a nice win more button, yeah. basically. Yeah. Look, Benny's gonna be. I cut it from my list. I, I just couldn't justify it anymore. Uh, but true. you know what? So since John won best with it, I decided to put it back in my list again because it's so pretty anyway. So like, you know, if you make the secret rare, you know, and it's the winning deck profile, you know, why not? I'll give it a shot I'll, until I get it off. I still haven't got enough. Once, Wait, but... really? I've got enough so many times. Actually, the yeah, game I, I played against you at locals last week or two weeks ago was the only time I lost yeah. when I played Heartfelt Play. That was so sad. Yeah. It was depressing. That, I was worried when you played that. I was like, yes, yeah, so I can win this matchup for hell yeah. And then it did nothing. It took a bottom deck and cleared, like, okay. Yeah. Oh, damn. I <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Anyway. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that, literally that meme. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's funny. Yeah, so, Peter, you, you know, like knowing you. GX, King Piccolo, Shenron, neither of those three decks I could really imagine you playing. Um, do you want to let us in on what you might be going for for the UW format, or if you're playing? Um, well, I have a couple of ideas of playing with. Uh, one I'm looking at is Videl, because its biggest interference is actually Dark Power Black Marseille and Chuit's guy, and neither of those are legal in this format. Um, Alternatively, I have been toying around with the Margin Vegeta Hirata Guard list. It's not, not, oh, not as much fun yeah. as what I normally like, but it's along the same sort of veins. It has the same sort of levels of aggro. I'm still not decided. There's some powers I'm waiting on to try a test, and <coughs> it just depends on what falls together before that happens. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it, it'll prove interesting regardless. All I know is I'm definitely not playing blue. Yeah, yeah. not blue. Not blue. Blue's unplayable. Blue's actually yeah. unplayable. Oh, Bojack's seen some limited success, but it's uh, look, I'm using the word limited very charitably here, yeah. and the word okay. success very charitably. It helps that Bojack only loses the main blue tools, but it is also the only deck in this format that can be galactic buster. Mm. That is true. Which uh, you know, that's strong enough to see a limit, even if that meant that no one played it anymore. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, please, please top with Hurudagan because that would uh, that that'd would be go off. That would be content. Yeah, content. Video yeah. Jesse gets yeah. it. The content yeah. brain, Jesse. Whatever's <laughs> good for the channel. <laughs> yeah. So, Ultimate Squad coming up end of this month. Um, yep. Some really nice special rares revealed the other night. Mm. Um, you know, like I think the set. You know, the set. Set's not bad. Uh, so, like they've sort of bit of something for collectors with the secret rares, like the Oath of uh, Oath of Z and the um, the Inva cooler and Invader's Vow. Invader's Vow. Yeah, yeah. Invader's Vow. That's the one. Yeah. And you know the special rares really look really nice. Like you mm. know, there's a lot of sell cards, like a lot of cards that you know, a lot of interesting you know GT stuff. I don't know. I, like, I think it's a good set. It's not getting huge wraps. Like I think people put so much put so much emphasis on the secret rare slot. That's just like, and if it just mm. doesn't 
if there's nothing powerful in there, it's just like, oh, it's trash. Well, it's fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> if you do crack a whole case and get like two hundred dollars yeah. secret rares, you know, that's pretty pretty grim. But yeah, uh, like, what do you guys reckon? Do you think it's a good good set or whole like set it? is worth it for the car? Um, so the car SCR, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Jokes aside, I actually think the the deck that belongs to the the two androids is quite strong. Like, I've been testing it a bit. My list isn't refined as I'd like, but just the ability to just turn two, play your unison, untap, sure. Turn three, you've just got three energy up defensively, and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to slam a wing con from my energy. I'm going to slam another wing con from my energy. Oh, look, it top decked another wing con that I can slam from my energy. <laughs> it's yeah, been this uh, is, um This is Gamma 1 and Gamma yeah, 1 and 2. Gamma 1 Gamma two yeah. the, the superheroes. Surprised I didn't yeah. give them an SR like of them too, actually. Because I thought that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. But it's just well, like, yeah, all the Android stuff. Well, also, weirdly, just something I noticed is um, the the Cell Extra card, the one that's like, uh, what's it called? I've got it here. Results of Research, the one that's got the uh, one blue, activate main, look at the top five cards of your deck, add an Android to your hand, shuffle your deck. And then it's got an activate main. If your leader card is an Android or Red Ribbon Army card, and you send this card from your drop area to warp, play a cell from your hand for um six generic mana. It's kind of weird they don't really have a cell target in the main the set. The new yellow like, yeah, green got... ten drop, dude. It's insane. Yeah, you've got that, but that's got an <laughs> yeah. evolved mission. You've got the new nine drop, but that you know comes out for, for four cheaper, from your yeah. energy or hand and just. Yeah, or hand, yeah, yeah and like, just like mm. does what I don't know. It's like obviously you can play like the uh the the seven drop cell in blue android decks or blue red ribbon army decks. I don't think you would want to, but that's kind of yeah. cute. But yeah, it's just sort of weird they didn't have a payoff unless I guess it's coming in the promos. Maybe maybe we haven't seen all of them yet. That cell card they did me dirty. They made it a thirty k, huh? Can't play it in sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I can't I play it in sixteen, man. Yeah. But by gosh, does the SPR look nice? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I think that this set's actually really good for competitive players. Yeah. I think there's... I'd say there's four decks you can competitively take. I'd say the best three decks... The I'd say the best two decks, then I'll go, like... Would be um, the new Piccolo leader and then the new Gamma 1 and 2 leader. I think those are the best two yeah. by far. I think behind that is Cooler. I think Cooler's good, but I've I played it a fair bit. But Cooler just doesn't feel as good as King Cold for, like, best green deck, I'd say. And then so under... This is the organic Cooler, to be clear. Right? Organic, the, organic the Cooler. cooler. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, organic right. Cooler, sure. Unison yeah. Cooler. Unison Cooler. Yeah, Unison Cooler, cooler Organic Cooler. And then yeah. under, Not cooler, yeah. yeah. And then under that, I wouldn't have said GT, but because King Piccolo's got hit... Now mm. GT has its time to play because before then it's like GT kind of does like what King Piccolo does and what U7 does, but just not as good. But if King Piccolo is not there, I think people will be happy to experiment with GT, right? Triple Flash is a yeah. really good win con. And um, yeah, I think it's really interesting actually that like for, I guess specifically the Namekian deck and the GT deck, these decks are really insane, but the you can't get the like the most insane builds with just this set alone. You need to go back in time a little bit, yeah. you know, back to some of the older cards, specifically from set yeah. four which i'm really excited for i'm like i'm really keen for the namekian leader uh for those who do not know lord slug is a namekian and that uh, you know searchable seems pretty good so everyone everyone i've talked to about it and i've told them this they're like you know yeah this is the uh, yellow prevent draws lord yeah lord slug, like, for the for the record there from the draft yeah box. I think, like, the Namekian leader is able to present one of the most broken board states the game has ever had, being the the Mechian Lord Slug 3-drop, where in Resimo Barrier, your opponent can't draw without leader skills. And then the 4-cost green Piccolo, Kami's, um, I think it's Kami's Power, or... Assimilated. Assimilated ability. Assimilated. Yeah, where if your opponent has a... Um, if active battle, if you've got Bond 2, you just kill a 5-drop or less battle card and draw a card. I, in my yeah. testing... I've been playing a bit on Untap for this deck when it came out a while ago. I haven't played it for a bit, so my list is still a bit outdated and needs to be updated. But if I'm sitting on... You can get that those cards out as early as turn 3 on your board. If you're sitting on that, so many decks in the game just scoop. They literally can't answer that board combo, which I think is just like... That's what I'm keen for. This is the combo. My win button is like, hey, we're chilling. You can't play battle Grab cards. Seven, you don't drop draw. Kale. Yeah. Oh, but that's like... But I'm getting this board out turn 3. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, have to exactly. get the, the seven energy, you know. I'm chilling, cool. you know. So I'm really keen for that. I personally think that's the best deck coming out of the next set, the Namekians. Very possible. But yeah. See, speaking of a mix of sort of old and new, one thing I've heard a few people talk about that I've not yet seen in practice, so I don't know if it's a flash in the pan or not, is we were talking earlier about um, Hartchiak, and assuming that can sort of survive these new unisons, 
a lot of this black uh, Toa token stuff is not leader locked to like an Android or a Toa or anything. So just being able to reduce just a bunch of even temporary blockers that just become combo power for your big swings or for defending the one attack they get through an arch. People have been theorizing that maybe there's some some there there. So that might be interesting to look at. No, you're not able to. I'll just quickly spoil that. Hatchiak has the same permanent skill as Vegex, where you can not play non-black battle cards, so that includes tokens. Oh. Ah. Right, yeah. Draft. Yeah. Oh. So people, <laughs> be people are moving about that, and then it's like, oh, wait, I can't even play tokens. <laughs> but I do respect the idea, but I each can't do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, what are you working on, Benny? Benny doesn't work on anything, he just gets oh, information. <laughs> yeah, basically. I've literally been a bit busy at work like lately, so like, I only play locals like once a week now, and basically sometimes I don't even play when I'm at locals, so like this week I just dice rolled all my games, so you know, honestly, I basically just get information, that's all I do. Like when I have time, I try to watch some like YouTube video, get some information from like John and the boys here, so I don't know, like honestly, I I just yeah, I just get information, and see what's good, and then hope I can. What did you read, Benny? This is what Benny's been working on right here. Oh, what did I read? Okay, so back to me and John. Like when we read the a Piccolo leader, when it goes down to five life, that leader is insane. If it goes down to six, that leader's not that good. So yeah, I also agree with John. I think the Piccolo leader is really good because it does what Trunks uh vegeta can't do which is when you awaken you go down to five life so therefore all your uh token negates alive immediately bring you down to four that is huge and then obviously with uh playing assimilate as well the card that allows you to grab and make in from the deck that's also an extra card so it allows like more fluid for your steadfast for your uh repost yeah, I think yellow yellow is in a really good spot. I like yellow in general as well. So yeah. That's yeah. probably my yeah, that's probably the deck that I'm looking to play from the new set, apart from like Organic Cooler, BT Seventeen yeah. Cooler. I, I think that deck looks pretty fun, and it's got a lot of um, it's got two SPRs for the uh, deck as well. Sucks up the Golden Freezer isn't an SPR as well. If it was, that deck would be so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, sadly, our Ars Freezer is is not an SPR. <laughs> at least that we've seen. Yeah, and then I'm not bring sexy back too. Yeah. What else? I'm not too keen on the red stuff because I think U7 is probably still better, but yeah. there, there's not many SRs that you need to pick up. I believe it was the two. 8 drop. You might need to pick up like two of those and then Pan. Yeah, Pan's the only other SR for that deck. Yeah, so it's pretty. If it's cheap, then I'll probably just, you know, grab them and yeah. just play with it on the side, but probably, yeah, those are the good decks. I've yeah. not touched blue at all, so I need to yeah. watch Will play some of the yeah. blue decks. Yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me. I think another big thing on this deck is that um, all the SR, um, all the unisons they're making, like SRs, like, I think every colour besides blue got a new three-cost unison that was an SR, and I think all of them are really good. Like, the baby yeah. one, the baby one's insane. Like, you just eat up a card, draw a card, and then it gains, mm -hmm. like, um, an extra layer of protection. Because the baby has the yep. permanent skill where if a mark is removed from this card, you can just take a card under it and put it in the drop area instead. So it's like, when the mechanic yep. of you put a unison card from your hand under your baby unison, it's like kind of a plus two instead of a plus one for markers in that way. Yep. And so this is... Yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. Yeah, I was just saying, I think, and then I just think they were good. Like the Freezer, everyone saw the Golden Freezer, like, damn, this card's pretty yeah. good. Uh, the Gohan, like, not only does the artwork look beautiful, it's also, hey, pretty good card. You plus one, draw a card, and then also turn into a win con. Seems good. And then, um, what's the last one? The Mirror, I think that, I think the Toa deck's actually kind of slept on. And I think it got better because yeah. of Secret ID ban. Um, cause you yeah. Can't just yeah. Instant... Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, you can't just instant win against that deck. But um, I think. I've... Yeah, I think it's kind of good. I, I don't know. I got copped by it a little bit. It seems solid, but not, I think it'll be more rogue. I think it's more up your alley, yeah. Peter. You know, no one else is going to be playing it, so. Yeah. <laughs> and and some black rescue seems to. Now the secret ID is gone, I'd maybe look into it. But uh, I have to admit, I'm actually kind of excited for Metacooler. Not not green Metacooler, just so Yellow. clear. I think a lot of the new cards work very well with the old leader. And okay. Metacooler's biggest weakness was actually just the fact that Secret ID existed. Uh, because everyone runs it, and losing three of your battle cards permanently is kind of terrible in a deck where you rely on recursion of playing them from your drop again and again and again. Um, I haven't put up together a list, I haven't tested it, it could still be rubbish, but I'm still very excited for it. Just going back to that Gohan use, and I've played against it a couple of times, is... Uh... 
SS2 Gohan uh, Z Fighter. Yeah. She's yeah. got a power three, uh, yep. 20k, three drop units, and blocker. Uh, when it's played, if it has four or more markers under it, you get to just choose uh, X of your opponent's cards, so up to the amount of markers it has. Oh, sorry, up to the amount of yellow you just need to drop her and KO them, ignoring barrier as long as they're in rest mode, so that breaks uh, your little lock there with the two piccolos, interestingly enough. <laughs> in rest mode, in rest uh, mode, my slug, my slug's, uh, only my slug's gone, you know? True, true. Uh, you draw a card for a plus one and then minus three. Your leader card and this card gain 5k until the end of your opponent's next turn and it gets triple attack. So now you've got a 25k blocker and your leader's beamed. I've played against this card. It always comes down with like seven markers and it <laughs> yep. just feels so goddamn oppressive. Yep. It's really good. Honestly? It's like, super relevant with Wishmasu as well. Because yeah. It means you can slap it on your leader and then give him triple attack as well. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking as well, another deck that can utilize this is um Helku from set from Cross yep. Spirits, I think. <laughs> I've built this. I think it has potential, yeah. but I need to tweak it a lot more because like I just I just felt like I was getting uh to aggro down in that deck. Because that deck's uh, yeah. very finicky to play. But I think the idea because the unfortunately Dripku kinda sucks, which is kind of funny because they made a really mm. good unison leader with Cooler, then they made Dripku yeah, in the same set, which is just that. insane. <laughs> but um I think the Gohan Unison and even the um the Goku negate that goes with it, it's an SR. I can't Yeah, yeah I, that card's nice. I've yeah. got that here yeah. that is Goku Final Sacrifice, so Three drop, fifteen k with a counterattack negate the attack and plays card and rest mode skill. You've got a yellow unison and play it becomes a one cost, which is nice. And it's got spirit boost one. Place this card in its drop area. When this card is played, choose up to one of your opponent's battle cards and switch it to rest mode. Additionally, if the chosen card has energy cost five or less, KO it and draw a card. Real good card. That card's really good. Yeah, it's just nice. Yeah. So I was thinking like these cards could be really good in um Helcrew. I haven't haven't yep. found an optimal list yet, but you know that will be something I'll have in the I lab mean, cooking up. You know. I'm just too busy just looking at my Piccolo, my Namekians, you know? Yeah. Well, I've seen people uh, experimenting with this in Golden Freezer. Yeah, we'll bring out the Golden Freezer lesson. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it looks promising, <laughs> especially since you've got the line of, like, once you're awakened, you go play Unison, do whatever you want with Unison, play second Unison on top of it, do whatever you want with that, uh, activate uh, Dispo, summon one of your little one-drops from the drop, kill it, untap, draw play another unison on top of that and just like build up your empower chain very 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 quickly drawing a card each time so yeah. you draw like four or five cards you build up the empower train you drop a trunks with ludicrous markers you've probably still got some energy up and it's just like enjoy <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't messed with it too much but i probably should yeah i think um <laughs> yeah I, I like golden freezer too it's one of my like looked at yellow decks for a while but when u7 got announced it's like that that deck that match up so hard it, is, it didn't feel yeah. like it that was like worth playing I think yeah. that's. I honestly think that's kind of why Golden Freezer got phased out because U7 is so popular and it's just such a a good matchup. That and it. King, that and King Piccolo. That and King Piccolo, like, yeah, King yeah, 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 yeah. Full matchup as uh, anybody who saw me at finals would be able to attest. But uh, yeah, 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 there's an awful matchup, and that's really the thing that made me put down the deck. That and the weakening of Yellow in the last list. Yeah, I'm trying to think like about GT again because. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's good, but again, well, as Benny said before, it's like if your leader awakens at six versus awakening at five, it's like it just feels so different. Mm -hmm. And plus, the big thing that you can exploit about that deck is that deck always has a unison in play. You never actually, you never actually have to swing to lead; just always swing to unison. Yeah, that is a big problem there. Yeah, but I think it will still get experimented with because I think obviously everyone loves SS4, and yeah, it's just another triple flash dot deck that you can use. If you get triple flash off, I think you'll be looking really good. Even though there's a lot of ways to interrupt triple flash in the combo yeah. step, but it's still pressure. It's still a really good card regardless. Yeah. I don't know how realistic of a concern it is, but the other problem is if your unison gets removed before you awaken, you can't draw. I. Yeah, that's, that's a real yeah, I concern. I don't think but, that's uh, a problem. Honestly, the only deck I think that yeah. could actually do that is Gogeta Zeno, and that is no longer a problem. <laughs> yeah, or I guess Go Tanks <laughs> if that comes back somehow, but I doubt it. Go Tanks, yeah, green Go Tanks is pretty good at removing markers. Yeah, he can maybe do it, but you have to do a sub optimal line of play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like um, sounds like you know, Taylor got to come into a really really nice format. Mm. Yeah, heaps of. Heaps of characters that are well loved, you know, get their time in the sun, and you know, lots of oh, yeah. heaps of strategies to try. I'm really hoping that the Zenkai sort of new mechanic that comes in, mm -hmm. the um, the new the extra card that's going to go on the side of the leader. Hopefully, that just 
enhances all these, you know, fun decks that people are going to be looking forward to an ultimate squad instead of just some sort of game breaking new mechanic that just changes yeah. everything again, because <laughs> only having, you know, if you only get to play, you know, green cooler for like three months, it's, it's going to be a bit of a shame. So hopefully they, um, they integrate that mechanic, you know, seamlessly with all the, the mm. cool stuff that's going to happen in ultimate squad. Yeah. Just happy to finally be out of the UW block after what is it, two years? Something like that. When did <laughs> when did when did BT ten come out? BT ten uh, came out when COVID first hit. Yep, yeah, and yeah. uh I've got it here. July seventeenth, twenty twenty. So yeah, so we're coming up on two years in the <laughs> Universal Warriors block. Yeah. I think it's been the I want to say, like, it's been half the game, right? I, I don't want to say it's, like, yeah. been, like, the best block or, like, the best part of the game. But, honestly, I think um, the most diverse formats have been in the Unison Warrior block. Mm -hmm. I think it has overstayed its welcome a little bit, I will say. I think they could have easily ended it with Realm of the Gods and gone to the next thing, but they already said they're doing, like, whatever sets. But, um, yeah, you can't complain. I think it introduced yeah. the Unison Warrior mechanic was... Well, sorry, the Unison mechanic was really yeah. good. I think it's been a good, like good fundamental of the game now you know not every deck has to run um unisons every deck yeah. utilizes unisons differently like a good example is like um gogeta zeno for example they use that unison as like kind of like all right when it wants to come in as a tech at towards the end of the game whereas other decks like piccolo um king piccolo literally revolve the whole deck about keeping that unison alive for as long as possible so i think it's like being implemented really well um besides like the empower stuff i think empower as a concept's cool but kind of like I think they're doing it better this set than they did last set because yeah. how empower should be, you just want to drop it like insane unison and it just can't die because there's so many markers on there. Whereas when they yeah. went for it before, it's like you can swap your unisons around. <laughs> you this one, three markers, discard a card. This one, you kill a card, three or less. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, I will say that right, the other. <laughs> yeah, the boost mechanics haven't been as strong as the core, core set. Like, spirit boost yeah. wasn't that great as a like mm. marquee mechanic. Empower wasn't that great as a marquee mechanic. They, yeah. They're fleshing out a bit. But that said, the impression that I always got, just given Bandai's communication here, was you know, uh, Boost was never planned. This was just because of the pandemic. Like, even when they originally announced uh, UW Block, they said it would only be three sets. You know, this is back in back in 2019. So I think as a sort of really a necessary it. evil, a sort of holding pattern. I think they did very well with what what they had at the time. Yeah, I know. I, I thought also they. I thought they only confirmed the first four sets of UW, and then the other ones was like extra. But yeah, fair enough. There's only three. Yeah, I think, I think it was. I think it was three from memory. But yeah, I don't mm. know if I can find that in a reasonable time frame. No, that's all right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, three or four doesn't matter. They usually like to do the yeah. blocks in like years and whatever. But yeah, uh, but I don't. I don't think anyone can complain. I think it's been like the most. I think the cool thing, as I said before, is like it's been the most diverse like formats in DBS. Absolutely. I never felt like, other than when Vegex is around at the start, which was really, <laughs> really bad. Betty, love you, but um, you know, Ve yeah. Vegex is really, <laughs> really bad. Um, but actually, that actually brings up a thought. Do you people? Do you think now that GX is gone, do you reckon people are going to experiment with Vegex again? Because I think it's like one of the best generic black leaders. No. I think they're going to experiment. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be very fruitful, but I think they're going to experiment. Oh, I was just yes, trying to give no, me hope. Just no. Nah. Honestly, yeah. uh, if you were going to play, like, you know how I was playing that uh, SS3, the Marseille, the starter deck leader one? Yeah. yeah, yeah I'd yeah. rather play that over the Jex, because, like, yeah. you know, you can do more You can do more with that leader, I feel like. Well, and, yeah. like, with with Jex, I think the main thing is that, like, you, you need to be able to take your own life and self-awaken, mm -hmm. like... I don't know. I think like relying on the trunk sometimes is just not enough. And like bursting three these days is not a lot. Is okay, but not a lot. Yeah. You know what's think, funny? Yeah, compared to five, it's a huge hit. Yeah. I actually forgot that the, the god trunks leader was a thing. That's just the default best black leader. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was thinking. I know. Um, the the other Marsan. I think topped an event a little while back, like the one where it's like burst three, get a card back from the. Oh, yeah, one. the set five one, yeah. So like maybe five, that, yeah. but no, God, God Trunks exists. I, yeah, yeah. God Trunks was, is too good. Silly. You know what card I think actually comes back? You know what, you know what one card I think is like the Gogeta changes is like, yep. there's a card that's super happy, the Demigra of Rome. The dark over yeah. the Demigra. I, oh, yeah. I feel like. Oh, no, the, the five drop. Yeah, five drop, yeah. I feel like yeah. it. I mean, I mean people see green unbanned as well. Patch. What was that, sorry, Benny? Yeah, 
I was going to say, like, you know, we've already seen Ivo playing Hatch against uh, Legends in yeah. one of the finals. He was already utilizing that five drop Demigra, you know, like taxing yeah. your opponent's hand. Yeah, that, was, so. that was interesting to see it come back. So, yeah, props yeah. to him. Yeah. We saw it in like Benny's Demigra deck as well. Oh, not Benny, sorry, on Peter's Demigra deck as well. Yep. <laughs> Peter had it too, for sure. Yeah, uh, it's it's a great card, especially if it's a red and also blue, so long as they don't have any listeners. Yeah. Um, well, really, just any deck where you, you have, okay, I mean, you always need to have more cards in your hand than your opponent, but any deck that you know that can outdraw you, it's the time yeah. that you need to use it. You need to start taxing. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, well, if you're playing God Trunks now, you know, you don't have any generic good over... Well, yeah, you still have the um the six-drop Goku, but now it's like, oh, well, I'll just play this and it stays on board. If it stays on board, I'm getting paid good tonight, you know? So maybe that card come pro- props up again. I know, circling yeah, back. definitely in the black decks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I bring it up is because I don't think Toa is going to make a big impact on the meta. Like, I know it's more of a rogue thing, the Toa token swarm, but... Just thinking for, like, what's next for black, you know? Because I feel like you look at the red changes and you see, like, oh, yeah... King Piccolo's I mean, gone, U7 time. But, like, for Black, it's a bit, it feels a bit more awkward, I guess. A lot more ambiguous. Yeah. To be fair, Black has been at the top table since pretty much the start of uh, the Universal Warriors block with Vajex's reign and then into Dark Broly and all of that. So, you know, maybe yeah. it's, maybe, maybe we're okay with it having, like, a quick. Quick little breather, you know, quick quick little step out of the spotlight. You're scaring Let's Benny, Will. You're scaring Benny. Don't say that. Look, I just want them to unban green, okay? <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned Dark Broly because that is another deck that steps in and gets a bit better now. That uh, is true. The guy actually won with it, didn't he? Not that long ago. Uh, I don't know if anyone won, but I know it came like top two. At... I think there was a... Oh, I think it was a Crossworlds channel. I think there was a deck profile on first place Broly, I want to say. Oh, man. I didn't know that. Crossworlds, TCG. I- I'm doing the research. I'm going to be Will for a oh, second, uh... you know. Oh, yeah. Doing, doing yeah. the yeah. Well, I think Dark Brawl is still pretty good. Like, you pay one for a lot of your 30k beat sticks. Like, but honestly, mm-hmm. but with Thwarting, it would be much, much better. But, like, now without Thwarting, I guess... I don't know. I really enjoyed having Thwarting in the deck. But it's just a one energy, like, you know, double striker. Why not, you know? Yeah. And because, like, with that list, we played the uh, Goku and the Vegeta anyways because they're really good 30k targets for the deck. So yeah. having Thwarting in that deck was kind of insane. Like, I mean, now it's just a secret rare, but... You know, yeah. it's uh, one of you know. Oh yeah, the deck actually won in um Asia, Asia Online Regional. Asia. Ah yeah. yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I know you call Gogeta a secret rare, but actually, this is what's gonna happen when you play Black. I, you play your one Gogeta. Well, you, gotta, you gotta loop it. You yeah, you just loop it. it. Yeah, they kill it. Alright, cool. Yeah. I overall my Goku. I choose a card in my warp. Alright, cool. I'll add the Gogeta. You just kill back to my hand. I play it again, baby. Yeah. yeah Honestly, think, looking was... at the. Looking at the Asian results, I think if you just pencil the name Broly onto your leader, you can just win. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Start the Broly wins there, consistently. That's good. That's true. Uh, but, I mean, talking about Dark Broly and looping uh, boarding, it is actually the only deck that can get around unique. Because you can just play boarding, swing with it, and then you can swing with your leader. Activate a ball on forwarding. He's now a 30k black battle card. You can sack it to your leader effect. He goes to drop. You can overwhelm and you need fusion him again. Yep, big um, red plays. Yeah. He could, but it's it seems so- like too much work. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, could. I'm pretty it's, it's one it's one energy from your hand and one overwhelm. So it's not that bad. We spent so much time asking if we could. We never asked if we should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure none of the Dark Broly lists right now. They've cut all the uh, red balls and the one drop go, uh, one drop Broly because, like, mm. you know, like the deck obviously got Errata now, so you want as little plus zero thirty k as possible power yeah. as you want. Yeah. A lot of them are going to Kid Q instead, uh, using the one drop Kid Q and using the four star ball. Yeah, yeah just like Hatch, yeah. Standard, yeah. Hatch is doing that a lot. Yeah, maybe that probably is another one. It's actually probably the only leader you can actually... So another card that's, like, still... The only Gogeta card that didn't get hit was the Fearless Fusion, right? I think that's that card slept on. Like, being able to pay one over him and just warp something, ignore him barrier. That card's pretty broken. Yeah. And I feel like Dark Broly's probably going to be the best deck that can use that card, right? So it's just, just food for thought, you know? Maybe you play Dark Broly yeah, again, definitely. Benny. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll play, I'll play Dark Brawl if you play the Namekian, you know, just to pop your what? Lord Slug chain <laughs> and, your, and your, your barrier chain. Oh shit, you know I, mean? I just ruined myself. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Dark Brawl in local, boys. Next no, minute, John, big brains, like, oh, I'm going to play a deck with four Violent Rays. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I just taken four Violent Rays into my uh, Namekian deck. I charged the one red energy. And I read, oh, wait, my leader's not ready. Well, damn. It is what it is. Be kind of cool, you know. Like honestly, there's heaps of options, you know, like to play. You know? Like I don't know. I just thought Gogeta Zeno was the best deck for the format. That's why I I played it. But it seems like uh, people get the misconception that it's the only deck that they think I know. I know how to play. But like honestly, like I'm here thinking, what do I? Like, I told John before as well. What do I top my fourth national with? You know, we'll, we'll Ooh, find out. Later in the year. The, the subtle flex, I like that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, like, if this is the only deck that you know how to play, if you're a one-trick pony, then yeah, I, think, I don't think you'll top every Nationals, but yeah. I think people... You think, need to be yeah, very flexible. Yeah. People, people don't know how long Benny's been around, dude. You know, he's been around for ages. Oh, I'm old. Yeah. OG, OG, OG. Same as John, same as John. Be- Benny Atrick. Set- Actually, more. I've been around since... You three, started when... set three, right? Yeah, I started set one. Yeah, day right, one, day one. Right after, I never played the Mecha Freezer format that time. Yeah, I played when I started. It was already SS three dominant. So Me- that's when I started. Mecha Freezer format was a trip. That was like what about the, you guys? say there. That that was Peter like. And Will? That that's, was the worst format in the game. Yeah. Mecha Freezer. <laughs> uh, I started with set one, but I really got into it around set four. Uh, four. Okay, I also yeah. started set three also shortly after hey, Mega Freezer. You guys right. missed out on a good time. They missed out on the worst yeah. time, you know? I heard enough to know I'd never want to touch it. Yeah. Same. It was fun in small doses. Very, very small <laughs> doses. Penny would play it because it got banned. Yeah, Penny would play it. Yeah, damn. yeah, why not? Apparently you can play free March of the Great Apes and stuff. Like, yeah, apparently you can just do a lot of cool stuff with that deck. I think, like, if you think like, of it cool. now, it's, like, crazy. Like, yeah, it's just insane some of the stuff you can do. Being a lot of, like, crazy cards that have been, like, been hit on the ban list and whatever. But, yeah, that was definitely... It did. You know the lead is broken when it has to get banned twice. That's insane, you know? They, they reboot it, got banned again, you know? Yeah. How many times do we have to teach you, old man? Next time, it's like, what are they, they going to do the third time, you know? I guess it's kind of... I guess they wanted to keep this one alive because Mecha Freezer is a kind of cool character and they kind of wanted to see if yeah. they can re-bring it. But if they ever bring a, if they ever make a new Mecha Freezer leader, I can guarantee you it's going to have a different a different effect for sure. No more free extra cards. It'll be funny if they re- redo it a third time and just say you can't pay extra cards for free. They're just reduced. <laughs> That'd actually be so funny. No freebies. Yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think about leaving it there? We're, we're going to run out of stuff to talk about next time. Um, yeah. yeah, we can call it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we covered some heaps of stuff. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in for this uh, for the next, last podcast back before. Hopefully, we can get into more of a schedule. Um, you know, so maybe weekly. Like, <laughs> if it's um, I think we're going to have to come up with some some different ideas and stuff we can do like on a weekly basis because like. You know, the same discussion about, you know, formats and stuff might get a bit stale. So we'll try and come up with some ideas. And, um, yeah, thanks very much for tuning in.